This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I hope you all can understand, like, from our perspective, from the Chicago Bears' perspective, but not, not just play calling, but whether it, the starter, non-starter, this guy's hurt, that guy's hurt through the rules, like all, all of that, there's communication that you have on the back end, but then there's also the ability for us to understand why, why we don't get into some of the answers that you're asking me right now. That said, whatever is best for this team is what we're going to do. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. The voice of Matt Nagy, their head coach of the Chicago Bears, who some people on the show think belongs in jail. He's not there yet. He's coaching on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Welcome he, back. Back you. Joe G, we've seen it a million times. He looked yesterday kind of like what I thought when I saw Jace Tingler, the Padres manager, talking the other day. Dead man walking. He looked and felt like dead man walking. I He can change the narrative against the Lions. But that's what he looked like, and he's like scraping. He's looking, he's looking for a friend as he was talking to the media. He doesn't have many nationally or locally right now. Yeah, well, his he does. I mean, I understand why. I mean, his team yeah. stinks right now, <laughs> and a lot of people don't believe they're going to beat the Lions at home on Sunday. All right, let's dive into this. Joe O, G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, twenty minutes from Alice Colodije of the Action Network on college football this weekend. We'll end with lightning bets, but. There are some updated win totals in the NFL. We'll get to our survivor pick, and if we're going to do the Bengals thing tonight or we're going to think about the Bills on Sunday, we'll get to survivor thoughts for this weekend because I know some people out there are thinking about putting the Bengals in for tonight, whether we advise to do it or not. But let's. So the books have updated some of these win totals. So it's only three weeks in, but obviously information changed in the NFL very fast here. There are some changes to win totals here. Some of them, Joe, I know you put up, a tweet yesterday with the, the biggest discrepancies from the preseason win total to now. Some of these have significant movement in just a couple weeks. So I saw that some win totals were reposted at a bunch of books, and I'm thinking, okay, it's been three games. You have 17 games to deal with now. There's a lot of football left. They're not going to change that much off their priors. Wrong. I thought it was a big deal that the Bears moved down two wins. No, that's not a big deal because we've got a three. We've got four teams. It was moved by two and a half. And we've got five teams that it was moved by uh, by ten. So there's ten teams. The win total has been adjusted by at least two victories after playing a whole three games. That's mind-blowing to me. Did you have the same reaction? Yeah, it is. And especially because it's a 17-game season, right? There's more time to catch up or to make up. Right. You have an extra game to make things up. It's a significant movement here. Aaron, we asked our audience, which of the win total changes would they uh, most like to, likely to bet on? Wh- which came through here? <laughs> well, this must be Joe O's audience because 37% took the Bears. They're dumb. <laughs> Over five and a half from seven and a half. Um, but in second, Arizona under 10 and a half. I thought that sounded great, so I just went to FanDuel. Yeah. It's at nine and a half right now. 
Did that okay. just move? Yeah, I did because I saw it at ten and a half earlier. That Aaron, that's the play. The Arizona under ten and a half. I love that, play. but nine and a half. I don't know. That's I don't know if I love it at nine and a half. Guys, I think that's the right yeah. number. If you voted for Bears over five and a half, what are you on, dude? This what are you is the watching? E- this is the easy part of the schedule. Okay, I'll. They're supposed to be one and two, and they're supposed to be two and two after this game. But this is the easy part. They haven't gotten to Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Baltimore. Now Arizona looks tough. Green Bay again, Minnesota, Seattle, Minnesota. And then at the end of the year, they have all these games where their opponents have have extra rest in three consecutive weeks. It is going to get ugly. It'll look better with Justin Fields. That's what happens with young quarterbacks. And I assume Matt Nagy is still going to be here. And if he gives up the play calling, I don't know. He wouldn't admit to it. Uh, I guess it's kind of like firing yourself. What is it that you do here? You're the offensive guru who fired yourself as a play caller last year. And now you're maybe firing yourself again this year. Like the bosses would come in and be like, okay, get out of here. Like, why are you here then? (laughs) Well, I always think, and I thought about this last year in Philadelphia as Doug Peters' tenure was kind of falling apart. He didn't want to give up play calling. And I always think when play callers don't want to give up play calling, that's their one thing, right? That's their ticket. That's their that's their hold over. I call the plays here. I'm needed. Once you give that up, what are you like? What is your job? What, here was he work? completely hands off with the defense like so many of these offensive totally. minded coaches are? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Didn't know what was didn't. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't know what was going on on that side of the ball. So, well, yeah, like. It, no, it's just because you, you can develop into a leader, right? A good right. head coach oversees everything. We've seen sure. it with some of the guys that have been around the league for decades and decades. They come in as an offensive or defensive coach, then they then they end up being, you know, that the guy in charge of everything. That's Tom Coughlin. not That's the trend. Tom Coughlin. Sure, sure. Uh, right. I, I guess Jaguars. He called the plays, and then he kind of moved away from that over the years with the Giants. Of course, yeah. There's a number yeah. of examples, but that's not what's happened. That's not the trend that's going on with the league right now. That's not it. It's one thing if you start off like Matt Rule, you start off Mike Tomlin, right? Harbaugh in Baltimore, you're not a play caller. That's fine. You just kind of move those guys in and out. That's not that. But when you have it and you give it up, it's not good. Um, so I'm looking at the Bears schedule because I, I think over five and a half right now, you're just, you're hoping you're going to sweat this no. thing out. So here is, I, I found four games the rest of the year where they could, and I only say could, have the better quarterback or at least the higher performing quarterback on the field the two lions games one starts this weekend the giants late in the season with daniel jones and pittsburgh with an old decrepit ben robsberger that's it those are the only four (laughs) games not even sold that they will have the better quarterback play in in those games like those those are the only chances though look at the other games look who they're playing they're going to be a disadvantage at quarterback in all the other ones Carr, rogers brady garoppolo uh lamar kyler Brady, uh, not Brady, um, Rogers, Cousins, Russell Wilson, Cousins. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good. It's the just, schedule it's was not. tough before we realized that Vegas and Arizona are really good. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that changes it. All right. Um, let me give you a win total that I, I, I would jump on now that is uh, moved, that has changed to the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I understand it's gone up, so it's it's a more challenging bet. But I still don't think it's gone up a lot to where I wouldn't take it. Carolina, their number's at eight and a half. I would take the over on Carolina at eight and a half. All they have to do is go uh, nine and eight. Yeah, 
I would do three and oh. Well, and look at their what? schedule. I know this week in Dallas is not an easy game, but they have Philadelphia coming up at home. They have Minnesota coming up at home. They have two games against the Falcons still to play. Paul Aspen, you had him as uh, one of the, the last team to lose a game here. That's that might happen, might not. But over eight and a half, this is they're giving gonna, us money. They're going to hit that over before they lose. How about that? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Uh, this is not a market that I was considering, but I think there are some opportunities. So yeah, I, I might bet on some of these. That's amazing. I like that so, one a lot. I just took it just now. Thank you, Joji. You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank thank the Panthers. It only went up by one by one at most books, right? right? Yeah, yeah, they're going to get nine. They're going to be nine and eight at the very least. Yeah, even yeah if, like, like they'll like they'll one. fall off, right? They're not going to go twelve and five. They're they're going to fall of course, off, but of course, but nine and eight. Just for the record, Panthers to go seventeen and zero, two hundred to one out there. That's not even good value, but no, no, no. <laughs> what was it before the year? What was that a few games ago? The what, what would you do with the Colts? One of the big movers. It was two and a half. It goes from nine. You bet the under before the season started. But right. now we're at six and a half. I, you know, this thing could be 0-4 at the end of Sunday. It could be. Their next game after this is in Baltimore, by the way. 0-5 is, is staring at them in the face. Right. Here is, I mean, I, I do think there's, there's enough talent there that they should find a way to win some football games at some point, right? When they get into the division and they start playing the Jaguars and the Texans, there, there are some wins there to be had. The one question I have, and I'm not sure if we mentioned on the show or off the air yesterday, but the Jim Irsay comments last weekend where he was very kind of wishy-washy about Carson Wentz. I just want, like, their first-round pick, if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps, which he has so far, he's played all of them, it belongs to the Eagles, so if this keeps trending the wrong way, I just think there's no way they're giving the Eagles a top 10 pick for this guy. Nope. So they'll sit him, which means playing Jacob Eason. I don't know how much of a downgrade it is, but you might think about the under just based on that. If they're playing a quarterback who's not even a real NFL quarterback, just to not give away an extra first-round pick, they could go under. If they continue to play once in a lost season, Frank Reich should be fired, right? Yeah. You have to. You have to call down and be like, Frank, no, we can't lose this pick. There's no reason to. We are not playing for anything. Play everything else, but no, we can't do it. Uh, what I find so interesting, interesting. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say one quick interesting note on the Colts. Last yeah. team, last winless team, plus 750. So they've got the longest odds. If you, if you believe the Jets could spring an upset on the Titans this weekend, the Lions could spring an upset, could beat the Bears. It's not even that much of an upset. The Jags could beat the Bengals tonight. It leaves the Giants. Not the craziest yeah. thing. These these rookie quarterbacks are so bad. Yeah, I I understand. But who it's do going the to change. Colts play after the the Ravens? I think they play the Texans, don't they? I think their first win's coming in after they lose these next two. You are correct at home. What? Yeah, it's when's Tyrod coming back? Because that's a completely different conversation. Sure. Like they're live against Indy. If everybody's still hurt oh, for yeah. Indianapolis. What was the um, what was the injury he had? I forget now. He went to IR, which is three weeks now in the NFL. It's not a long-term thing. But I forget yeah. what happened to Tyrod. Hamstring. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, he, he could, could be, be he could come back for that game. Yeah. Uh, the interesting note with these adjustments is the AFC West. So, the good teams. The Raiders look really good. They put from seven to nine and a half. Not double digits. But they moved the Broncos, won two double digits. 
since they started eight and a half up two wins up to ten and a half i'd be more inclined to go raiders over nine and a half before i go broncos yeah better bet on the raiders to get to 10 than broncos to get to 11 10 and seven yeah yeah, yeah. i would yeah, just take the I'd lower like number that. between the two i have a good one for you guys what do you got the washington football team seven better and be a under. half it's yes, I took them at <laughs> under eight and a half um, at the beginning of the season or before the season started, but it's only it's under seven and a half right now. It's minus 135. You look at their schedule besides the Falcons. I mean, they might not win another game. It is their schedule. Is they so do that tough. bad. <laughs> wow. Listen, listen, they've got the Saints, Chiefs, Packers, Broncos, Bucks. Panthers, Seahawks, Raiders, Cowboys, all those division games could go either or. I mean, yeah, I do think they're that bad. They might be playing wow. for Matt Corral. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so let me that... throw this out there. And I think Aaron's on to something that the, you know, under in Washington, based on what we've seen at the Giants, it looks bad. The Eagles, not looking good right now. Washington, not looking good. Do we have to just blind take the Cowboys over nine and a half? If the division is this bad, they're going to clean up, the, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. They're going to run They'll, away with this. The, good the Cowboys should win the division, right? Even, But are they going to get to 10? I mean, it's either 9 and 8 or yes. 10. Or they could go ten, higher. Does ten Dak seven. stay healthy, though? <laughs> if Dak's healthy, they're getting to 10 wins. Yeah. If Dak's healthy, they're going to 12. 12? Yes. That's Do you see this offense? Do you see this offense? And they're, and they're one loss? Tampa. Yeah. They were there. They could have taken down the Bucks. They were right there. It was impressive. Twelve I don't know. wins. I, I think well, I think we're just kind of shoving the the Cowboys in, in the box of okay, they're in a really bad division. So they're yeah. the best team in a bad division. They're gonna win and they're gonna have a poor record. They're playing the rest of that bad division all season. Right? I mean the defense is better. They are closer to average thanks to the takeaways. The offense is elite. It's elite. Well, and Dak is playing at a very high level. All right. But, I, I mean, I'm with you. Cowboys over nine and a half. Just, in this division, with the way things are going, it feels like it's play. All right, quickly, let's hit the survivor element tonight for the people who are thinking, should I do it? Should I not? Bengals, would you put them in as a survivor? I, I, I'm not. I can't do it. Are we talking team or would you in general? Are we talking our team play for Circa or – well, let's. Well, I guess we could attack it from both ways. I, I don't think. Should you want to use it for our circuit pick? No, I don't. Since you, okay. you feel strongly against it, I don't want to. I don't want to push it. It's not something that I have uh, that strong of a feeling on. But I do have multiple spots in survivor pools, including my own. I will be using one or multiple on the Cincinnati Bengals tonight. Paul, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. Like. It's tough for the circuit contest. It's tough. Like that is just like white knuckling tonight. I might, but, I might, I have two circa on my own. Yeah. I might use one. I might. Use it might one. make an appearance in Joe O's pool. Unclear, but like between that yeah. or like another multiple pick pool, absolutely, you got to You got to use them. I'm also in a weighted pool where each team has a different amount of points. I think everyone's gonna jump on Cincy at like 28, 27 points. So I'm hoping Ooh. for. I'm avoiding that for that one. And I guess I don't know what I want to happen because I'm going to have the Bengals in other pools. But oh, so you get more points based on if they the should worst win or records not. from last right. year. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's awesome. 
I like that. That's interesting. Yeah, kind of daring you to take the bad teams. Get more points for it. All right, that is interesting. Bengals we're have way are too one. much action on tonight's game. Way too oh, much. This, we, we did this last week. We were sweating out the Panthers early in that game. All right, coming up, Alex Kolodajay from the Action Network will join us. We'll talk some college football for the weekend. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.